everyone. Welcome back to the Aphrodite Energy Podcast. I just want to apologize for not having a bonus episode last week. Um, Unfortunately, uh, right after Thanksgiving, I did get sick. So I'm kind of getting over that right now. And I just figured this will be episode four. And we are going to talk about Escaping Twin Flames, um, the series on Netflix. I don't know if it's new. It's new to me. I had never seen it. But I just recently came up on my page or whatever on my Netflix, and I was like, oh, that would be interesting, and it'd be good to talk about on the podcast. So I watched the three episodes and have some thoughts. (laughs) So if you are not interested in hearing about Twin Flames or my thoughts about it or what it is even, if you don't even know, um, if it's just not your thing, then this might not be the episode for you, but if you don't know what it is and want to hear my thoughts or a little bit about the show and what, you know, went on in the show, then stay tuned because I have a lot to say. So um, I'm also not going to be pulling a card today, actually, because I just, my energy is not there. And uh, like I said, my voice is a little coarse. It's very, I'm just getting over being sick. So um All right, going into the show, Escaping Twin Flames on Netflix. So my first thoughts about it were, you know, this couple, um, they considered themselves twin flames and they were making a course uh, to sell so they could help other people on the twin flame journey. And I really didn't see anything wrong with that. Um, I was like, okay, you know, a lot of people sell courses now for everything. Um, So I didn't see an issue with them doing that, obviously that changed my, <laughs> my thoughts about it changed after watching all three episodes. Um, but you know what, I guess I'll start with what twin flames or what I consider twin flames to be is, um, the other half of your soul or a mirrored soul. So your twin flame, if you do meet them in this lifetime, um, it's going to be a person that is very similar to you and, um, they're going to you know, you're going to feel like a lot of energy and electricity, at least that's how I experienced it. Um, a lot of electricity when you like first meet, you're really drawn to this person and, um, it can be really overwhelming. And the purpose of a twin flame is to push you onto your course, your spiritual journey. And, um, for you to find out the, you know, your, your life purpose. So I don't think that twin flames need to be in union. I don't I really don't think that it, you know, I don't know. I go back and forth. I think that you're supposed to be. I think that's evidently what's supposed to happen, that twin flames are supposed to be together to raise the vibration of the earth. And that's how I, I believe it to be. But I think that there's so much work that goes into it for you to come into union that it almost never really happens. Um, because both people have to get over their ego and um, do a lot of self-discovery and self-work that usually it doesn't happen. Um, So this twin that you have, you know, you've had previous lifetimes together and it's all about learning and overcoming those past experiences. And the um, you've probably had a lot of triggers from past experiences and past lives. And those triggers are going to come up in this lifetime. And this is supposed to push you into again, you know, going, discovering the course of your life that you're supposed to be on. So, um, 
those are kind of my thoughts, a little bit about my thoughts on it. Uh, we'll be talking a lot more in depth about different um, parts of the Twin Flame journey, and I will have multiple episodes just about going on specifics about this, but this is kind of just a little bit about the more of the show. <laughs> um, so again, I didn't really think anything of it when they were talking about courses. Everybody buys courses nowadays, and even when they were doing it a couple of years ago, um, it was becoming more and more popular to have online courses. And if you are on a twin flame journey or you have been, you know how difficult it can be and how overwhelming it can feel. So it's really nice to have someone there you know, who can relate to you and a community, which I think this started out as it was a community, you know, to, to help you, um, go through that journey. So I didn't think too much about it. Like when they, you know, the first episode about it, and then they started talking more about like having people in the community change their genders because, um, they set you up, like they had this gift to see who your twin flame was in this, your twin flame was in the course, which doesn't make any sense. They, you know, it, that's not how you're going to find your twin flame is you both have to be in that course together and that's your twin. That's no, that's not the case. Some people don't even find their twin flame or I don't think everybody finds their twin flame in the lifetime that you're in right now. Um, I think you might have multiple lifetimes without them because of how overwhelming it can be. Um, I think you have a lot with them too, but you know, not everybody has a twin in this lifetime. So don't think that you're, you know, always searching for that person. Um, but this couple actually went into, you know, the extent to tell people that this other person is your twin and, you know, one of you is the masculine and one of you is the feminine and they determined which one was which. Um, and then if you were born a female, and you were supposed to be the masculine in your twin flame relationship, you had to go to the extent of becoming that masculine. You know, that just seems ridiculous to me. Nobody can tell you that because you are um, in a journey that your your masculine and feminine are not the same, that you have to change your gender. And a lot of these people were like, no, I am, I am a feminine. I'm not a masculine. But what they didn't talk about in the um, series was everybody has masculine and feminine in them. We all have those traits. So when they were speaking about it, they were talking more of a gender when <clears throat> we have a lot of, not not we have a lot, we do have <laughs> um, the ability to at times feel more in your masculine and at times feel more in your feminine. Everybody does. You know, most of the time I am in my masculine. I am a female and I resonate as a female. I identify as a female, but I feel into my masculine more because, you know, I have businesses and before I have been the provider for my family and things like that. And I um, have a high work ethic. So I lean into my masculine more than my feminine. I don't always um, meditate like I should. I'm not always that, you know, cookie cutter feminine energy. So it's hard for, you know, me to always feel that way. Um, so everybody has the ability to be a masculine and feminine, you know, energy. And I think that's where they kind of, they should have talked about that a little bit more. 
<clears throat> but they did not. So, sorry, my throat is already getting, <laughs> it's already getting annoying. So, that was something that really made me upset was the changing people's genders. That was a big thing. Another was um, that they were trying to make it into a religion. And that, I mean, I think you can kind of make anything into a religion. But the reason for them doing it was to evade taxes, which is such a not spiritual thing to be considering when you're trying to help people on a spiritual journey. So they were trying to make it into a religion. They went as far as to say that the male, um, that the guy that was doing it, I don't even remember their names, honestly, but the one that was in charge of it um, was you know, Jesus. And he was the, you know, the reincarnation of Jesus. And they were supposed to look at him that way. And um, again, I thought that was just ridiculous. I, I feel that the that guy was, is so in his ego, <laughs> which is something that as a twin flame, and if you're on that journey, you're supposed to let go of and come out of your ego. And he was so much in his ego the whole, sh you know, whole time. Um, the things that he would say to people was not uh, coaching. It was very directing and telling them what to do. And this is how you should do it. And this is how you should feel. And you're supposed to be in union with your twin. So you're going to do everything you can. But actually on the journey of a twin flame, you're actually, there is a time where you're supposed to let go of the relationship. You're, if you keep chasing this person, you're going to trigger them to run from you. There's, you can't just be like, I'm going to follow them everywhere. I'm going to do everything. I'm going to text them all the time. I'm going to tell them that we're supposed to be together. No, you have to let go of it. So, you know, that he was teaching a lot of wrong things to do in the journey because I honestly think that he just didn't know as much as he should have. He didn't research as much as he could have. Um, and I don't think that they were twin flames. So, um, Another thing that his ego really stood out to me was when he would refer to himself like for the group is like I or me. So like they were looking at a place to um, to buy a, for them to have a compound for all the twins to be together and all the people in the community to live together. Uh, again, a little ridiculous, but I have it's not my place to say too much about it. So he said, um, I have it written it. It's the most insanely perfect property for me ever. When this is supposed to be a compound place or whatever, a big place where you are all supposed to live as twin flames together. Everyone in the community was supposed to be there to support each other and live there. And you said, it's the most insanely perfect property for me ever. It, bosses say, you know, I or me. Leaders say we you know, or us, it should have been, it was the, it is the most insanely perfect property for us ever. You're supposed to make these people feel like they are in a community that's supportive. And that is not what he did. You know, I, I don't <clears throat> expect him to have done that because I think again, like he was, he's really in his ego, which is something that twins are supposed to be able to put aside. So that was one thing, or not one thing, but another thing that I um, really triggered me and to want to speak about this. Um, you know, and I think, like, this is why people get so scared of spirituality or, or religions in general, but they're so off-put of even the idea of spirituality when things like this come up, you know, when things like this come out on Netflix and they don't have... 
more spiritual people talk about it. I think they really should have had more spiritual teachers um, give their take on the twin flame journey and what they believe it to be. I know that the show was just more to push um, this escaping twin flames as in like their what they were a cult and they had family members in it and they were trying to get them out. So I think that's where they really wanted to focus instead of what the actual meaning of a twin flame is, but they didn't ever have like anybody else on the spiritual side, except for the um, thoughts of these people leading this group. Um, So this is why I think that people are so hesitant. Uh, They really just like, are afraid to get too involved and be pushed into something like a used car salesman going to push you to do something. You know, my dad's actually a pastor. I think I've said that before. And there are many times where I just disagree with what he's going through. Um, He was going through a really emotional, emotionally hard time um, within this year. And his pastor kind of was like, this looks bad for us. Um, You need to figure this out type of energy or expressing that, it looks bad for him to do what he was doing and that as a pastor, you don't act like that. But I think that nobody can tell you how to act. I mean, yes, I think that you should have certain um, attributes or whatever as a pastor, but if you're going through a difficult time, you can't tell this person that they can't act a certain way. Um, and I think in religions, a lot of times you're you're made to do certain things or act a certain way. And I just don't think that's okay. And that's why I really believe in spirituality because it's you, how you feel. There's one day I could feel, you know, so spiritual and do my meditations and do all my spiritual practices. And then if there's another day where I don't feel that, I shouldn't be told that I am, I'm looking bad for spirituality or for energy work. Um you're not going to feel 100% all the time, and you're not supposed to. Uh, so it was hard to watch um, that series. I I think it was good because I learned a little bit um, about how other people might take the Twin Flame journey and how they might see it. So it gives me a little bit more um, to talk about when I'm trying to explain what I believe the Twin Flame journey to be and, like, what to compare it as you know, c- compare it to like, no, it's nothing like the the show on Netflix. That's not how it is. And yes, it is an overwhelming experience and it's hard to deal with, but it's not as, um, it's not a cult kind of thing like they showed on that series. So I'm going to end it here. My throat's already aggravating me. Um, and we'll go again, we'll go in a lot more depth and detail on, um, future episodes of the podcast on different spots of spirituality and and especially the twin flame journey actually like just more detail about it so thank you for listening i hope you come back next week bye